All right, guys, it's Derek Soda. We're going to talk a little bit in the shop. Today, we're going to talk about when is it okay to bring up that high ticket price point? You know, when is the prospect ready for it? You know, so you got yourself a little prospect, whether you got them um, on a video sales letter webinar, whether you got them on a written sales letter whether you got them on a snail snail mail letter, whether you got them on a call, you know, I I highly recommend a call for a high ticket offer, you know, or booking a call. When is it when is it a good time to bring up that price? Right? So there's different kind of schools of thoughts on this. Is that you know, when you talk to someone, when you're, if you're going to do phone sales, and I know I've said, forget what I've said in the past, because where I was growing and, and learning and stuff like that, right? Um, what I did in my business is that people, when they would call me, and, and you have to keep in mind, I was, I was good on the phone. That was a skill that I cultivated. It's, it's called, um, multiplication of skill by at, by more at bats, right? Or more, you know, times kicking that soccer ball into the goal or hitting that puck into the, the net for hockey or whatever analogy you want to use, right? However many times you do something. You know, when you do something thousands of times, you get good at it, right? So having the background of being in telemarketing, I was not afraid to sell on the phone. I was very used to it. Very, I live on the phone. I'm very comfortable on the phone. I could talk to a stranger on the phone that calls me. Not a problem. Um, or even call them. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But I usually set it up. In, in my uh, coaching business set it up where they would call me, you know, because you don't want to waste your time and, and you want to maximize your time of talking to people that are warm, right? So at the end of the day, guys, like, if you're good on the phone, it's okay to bring that price up and be able to handle the sticker shock and help them process it and break it down and deal with it and... You can use the old, it's a cup of coffee a day, you know, yada, yada. How much are you spending at Starbucks, yada, you know, all that kind of stuff. You can do all that. But, um, you know, there are times where you can let people know without telling them the exact price. You can be like, hey, you know, it's, you know, in the application process. You can just blatantly say, like, if you don't have... Um, you know, say your, your offer is 10 grand or whatever. If you don't have, if you don't have at least $10,000 to invest in your business, um, feel free to fill this application out at a different time when you're able to invest at least 10 grand into your business. And what this will do, and now obviously, um, there's, you have to have some kind of context for price. So say that you have like a video sales presentation, right? Where it's, you're delivering a lot of value. And then at the end, you're inviting them to apply. 
and where you cover the price points and all this other stuff, okay, then you can say what that price is and kind of, you know, handle the price shock and handle some of the objections and all this other stuff on your recorded video sales letter before they get to that application. And then on the application, just have that reiteration of like, hey, you know, as they're filling out the question, starting with their name and so on and so forth, you know, and I really recommend having a question aired with steps that as they fill it out, it goes to the next step. And just instead of having a static page, it's just more, it's better that way because they're kind of making, they've made a certain amount of progress, right? And so by doing that, um, it's easier to weed out looky-loos, okay? There's a lot of people that are, that are going to want to... Um, there's, there's no other way to say this. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to waste your, your salespeople's time, right? Um, they have nowhere near, say, this, say you have a $10,000 product, right? A lot of people have nowhere near that, just saved up in a bank account. Let's be realistic. How many people you know right now have $10,000 just sitting around in their bank account, right? Unless you have a circle of people that are successful, it's not many, right? So for regular old Americans, that's a tall order for them, okay? So you really do have to ease them into it. And, um, you know, a video sales letter that's done, um, starting out again, talking about what I did in the last podcast, talking about webinars and stuff like that, about doing live webinars until you have one that really converts the best and then using that as your video sales letter. Okay. Um, so that's how you find your video sales letter, right? And then from there, the application having that price point on there. And if they're still going through knowing that that's what the price is when they get on the phone, then that, you know, that's not an objection. It's already like I see here and you just go through the application with them. You answered on the application here that you want to, your business to do this. You want to accomplish this. You have $10,000, at least $10,000 to invest in your business. Are all these answers accurate to, to the best of your knowledge? And either there's a yes or no. And then if they say no, it's like, which ones, you know, and if they say yes, great. So, you know, if price comes up, then you can always say like, so on the application, you did say that you had the $10,000, you know, on there. I just wanted to reiterate that was correct, right? You know, but if they're asking that, then your offer is not compelling enough, okay? Because even if they say they have it, okay, they can backpedal very quickly if your offer is not compelling enough, your offer is important. But the reason why I recommend if you're not really awesome on the phone, um, and if you, if you, if you, 
even if you're awesome on the phone, if you want to not waste your time with, you know, on the phone with people that can't, that simply just can't afford it. I mean, it's just simply out of their reach. You want to pre-qualify that price, you know, um, because you, if you have, if you only have a certain number of appointments on your calendar, and you're having 60% of people that can't afford it. And now it's forcing you to do price drops or payment plans and all this other stuff. You know, I always say this, like, I'm not, I have one job, right? We, we help you with XYZ. We're not a debt collector and an XYZ. We don't want to be chasing you around for payments we don't want to be thinking about money after this. Like we want to get out of the way so we can actually focus on getting the result that you need, unless it's a monthly service, right? Um, and even having them pay up front would be good as well. But you're just going to get a better um, client. And the thing is, is that you want it so that it's not a huge decision for them. So you have to be, it all starts with who you're targeting and the language and the messaging that you're using. Using That's how you're targeting the right people is the messaging of like, hey, if you have a business and you're running $20,000 in ads, click here and we'll help you. You know what I mean? Like now, you know, like you're attracting people that will most likely have that $10,000 if, if your price point is $10,000, for example. So when you have a calendar system, it's not just about filling that calendar. It's about filling it with the right people, okay? And then have a, I saw someone do this and I thought it was perfect. It's like a, a box that says, would you like us to call you? Yes. You know, if someone doesn't show up for a call, call them, you know? Um, because a lot of people are saying, we have a strict no call back policy a lot of people are going to forget that call that you have for Zoom scheduled, okay? And if you have this quote-unquote strict no reschedule policy and they simply forgot or their baby started crying or something happened and they they didn't hear their phone alarm go off or whatever, life happens. You're not going to sell your service to them because their baby cried, Right? So instead of having that, you can call them or give them an opportunity to reschedule. And what you can do is just have a list of people that had checked that box. They're like, yeah, call me anytime today. You know, you can have a number of checks that you want in that box, you know. Or a couple boxes like call me at the scheduled time or call me between these times. These times are good, you know. Um, or call me anytime today or whatever it is. And that way, when you have a no-show, they've got a list to go through and they can call, right? So your salespeople are always, they always have someone to talk to and they're not twiddling their thumbs, right? So at the end of the day, I think it's really important to, to frame that price, pre-sell that price, so that when people, when you finally get on the phone, you're not having 40, 50, 60% of people that can't even afford it, right? Don't you only want to talk to people that, that you know can afford it? You know, that have indicated that they can afford your service, you know? 
unless you're super good on the phone, you have a super, not just you, but a super, you know, uh, a team that's really good on the phone or has a, a good system and, and they're, and they're not complex, right? It just takes a lot of practice, right? It takes a lot of time at the plate and the more, um, times you practice you just get better at something so but at the end of the day you also want to set your team up for success as well and you just don't want to waste the time you know so i definitely recommend split testing okay you're not going to get as many you know bookings um by you know having that price point up front but the bookings that you're getting, these are quality bookings, right? These are much more qualified people in theory, okay? Some people will lie about how much they have at their disposal and all this other stuff, you know? So at the end of the day, like, pre-selling it and pre-framing it correctly can really save you a lot of headache and hassle and a lot of wasted time of talking to people that simply can't afford your offer, no matter how good it is. If they don't have $10,000, they don't have $10,000. And odds are, it doesn't matter if you break it up into payments. If they don't have $10,000, even if you break into payments, you know what I mean? Like, do you want to be a debt collector too? It's never been my favorite thing. If you want to do payments, which there's nothing wrong with payments, but just, you know, just keep in mind, like, you know, if you want to do payments, cool, you know, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but at the same time, you have to make sure to ask the right questions. Like, you know, what do you do for a living? You know, be very friendly about it. Is this something that's going to break the bank for you? We don't want you. We want to make sure this is a good fit before we sell. You can even talk about this on the video sales letter before they get to the application. It's like before you can apply for this, we just want to, you know, we just want to see if you're, if you qualify for it. You know what I mean? This will help you to know if you qualify for it so that you don't have to waste your time on, on a call and all this other stuff, you know? This is what we do. Give them the incredible offer. Man, I want that. I want that. Build a desire. You know, build a desire, build a desire, build a desire. And then be, be like, this is what it costs. And here's why. Always justify your price. Okay. Because a lot of people, they're going to be like, why is it that? I mean, that's just a question. They're going to ask like, why is it 10000 for example? You know, why did you come to that price? How? You know? Like we, we we charge $10,000, our price is $10,000 because of this, because we're providing XYZ, because we're providing XYZ, because we're providing XYZ, right? And so, you know, we're almost doing it at cost or, we're, or, or you know, even better is just be like, you know, we're the leading company in the industry that does this. We help people get the best results. So that's why we can charge this price, right? So that's way better than doing it, saying you're doing it at cost or whatever. Always be honest. 
But if you're doing it at cost, then you, you definitely need to charge more. But the whole thing, guys, is this. Um, you know, to maximize the effectiveness of booking calls, um, I definitely would split test. Getting that price shock handled before people apply. Because if they apply knowing what the price is, the odds of that conversion are way better. They're way better, especially if you ask the right questions, you know. What do you do for a living, you know? All this other stuff. You could have someone call people that apply immediately and just do a pre-screen before they even get on the call. You know, so someone's not spending 40-minute presentation, they can do a pre-screen on them and say, hey, I just saw the applied, congratulations, that's awesome. I just wanted to go over, you had these things, and then just have extra questions. Like, before we get you on a call, we just wanted to see, you know, um, yada, yada, you know. And, um, you know, you can... By asking different questions like, you know, like, it, you know, it, it, but would this price like make it so that you wouldn't be able to pay your rent? Or is this something that you would have to borrow from? Like, you'd have to find someone to borrow it from or, you know, you know, uh, sell your car or not be able to pay your rent or something like that. Like, or is this like, you know, is would this would this change your life by spending this money right um would this really like make life hard for you if you if you spend if you gave us ten thousand dollars would it make would it empty your bank account make life hard for you if the answer is yes be like you know what i really appreciate you applying but i recommend continue saving continue working and then we can get you on a call because we glad we don't part of our mission in our companies, we don't want to make people broke, you know, um, because there are other ancillary costs besides this, you know, there's other things you have to pay for in business besides this. So this offer might not be a good fit at the, at this right time. You know, we don't want to just take anybody and there's nothing wrong with you. Right now, we just need to get your financial situation taken care of. And what's even cooler is if you're like, look, we have free training that you can go here. Start applying that training and start using it. And if you apply it, you'll start making money. And then you'll be able to turn around and book another call with us because now you're making money. Now you'll be able to use our free training. And if you apply that, you'll be able to come back and be able to afford this. You know, and will really help you to scale your business, you know. So at the end of the day, guys, it's the end of my rant on booking your calendar and stuff like that. But either way, do it any way you like. We'll talk soon. God bless.